Good morning, Worldwide Ultra fans. Day two of I Run Far Live here in Olympic Valley, California. We're here at the coffee bar in the Squaw Village with a live studio yeah, audience. Let's get some noise. Yes. This is so cool for me. I feel like everybody's here to see Megan and I, but I have a feeling you're here to see the Pretty man between sure us. Pretty sure you're here to yes. see the guy in between us. Um, yeah, if you don't know that, this is Dylan Bowman, and I'm Megan Hicks, and we're here uh, hosting your uh, three live shows from Olympic Valley and our pre-race runner interviews. So uh, it's a great pleasure for you guys to join us, both here live and online. Yeah, and of course we're, we're brought to you by Drymax, who's a longtime sponsor of our good yeah. friend Jim here, uh, also Buff and uh, Jaybird Sports. So thank you to the sponsors who support I Run Far. We also want to say thank you to the coffee bar. That's where we are, right here in Olympic Valley. Yeah. We've got some great uh, food and drink specials, including an afternoon happy hour for those of you who either are racing and could use uh, take a little pressure off for those of you who aren't <laughs> racing. We also have a store back there, the I Run Far store. We've got socks, buffs, t-shirts. We've got even free stickers, so at least take free stickers with you. Those of you who are watching online, we've got an online store. You can shop as you watch. It's irunfar.com slash store. Brand new stuff there as of yesterday morning. Great, now to the fun stuff. The man who needs no introduction, Mr. Jim Walmsley. It's your third year in a row here. Um, you've had a couple of difficult, disappointing performances. Um, I think, generally speaking, you've been obviously one of the most talented, most accomplished runners in the world the last couple of years. A couple of Ultra Runner of the Year awards to show for it. But you have an Itra ranking to yes, show for it. Yes, you do. <laughs> but you've had some uh, some struggles here at this race. Yeah. Uh, so generally speaking, I think the world wants to know how do you feel coming into the race? Uh, how do you feel compared to the last couple of years? And do you feel any more pressure to to get it done here and race to your potential? So I feel really prepared for this race. Um, I think training's gone really well overall. Relatively healthy for a race, so I'm really excited about that. And then um, I have the little things I think really dialed in more now than ever. Um, I've worked really closely with Cliff to get a basically a, a completely new nutrition plan for me going forward in this race and then um, kind of got my socks and shoes completely squared away so I'm really excited about that because I have a lot of confidence of getting the feet wet, them drying quickly and having that confidence I think really equates to being able to concentrate a lot on your ability to Notice the heat, get in the water, not be afraid to get your feet wet, get more wet at aid stations, where I think in the past I've been more hesitant about getting my feet wet and trying to keep them more dry. Um, so that's a really big uh, step forward for me, I think. Um, and then as far as experience, like I haven't done as much recon on the course before this one because I feel really competent and knowing the course, knowing what's coming. Um, I've done a lot of running, specifically in the Grand Canyon, and when you're running along North Kaibab Trail, uh, it's really good practice just to um, hop in the river, or creek, hop out, hop in, hop out, and so that's been really beneficial, and it kind of gets you in that mindset of like, I'm really dry, I'm really hot, hop in the creek, 
count to 10, hop out, get going again. Um, so that's been really good and been doing that with uh, all the other guys, um, Eric, Tim, Jared, Cody, so um, it's been nice and I think they've picked up that kind of cue of uh, I need to get in whatever puddles available. Um, so and then as far as pressure goes, uh, I felt a lot of pressure last year I would say and basically just last year just didn't go well. Um, I didn't get it done and kind of made my own problems and made my own mistakes and didn't react enough and I think with last year's race, how that went, it's almost less, way less pressure this year. It's not like pressure's added, it's just I can screw up my own race and or other people can like weather or all sorts of stuff. Um, this race has proven to be tricky for me, so it's like, we'll see. Good. Yeah. yeah. I want to ask you about another 100 mile race you did do in 2017. Uh, you finished fifth at UTMB. Yeah. That race for you seemed to have some highs in the beginning, yeah. some lows in the middle, and then you put your stuff back together and finished, like ran really hard, like being chased, I think, to the finish you were yeah. able to really hammer. Um, can you talk about like what were the takeaways? Like what did you learn? Did you build confidence in 100 miles? Like what came out of that yeah. experience? So I mean probably the biggest thing is the way I was able to figure something out in the race. Um, maybe exactly what? <laughs> I don't know. But um, Try enough things and I, I did works. try something and something did come back around and I was able to get my legs back. I was able, yeah, you're in the mix of it right there with me. You got to go by me and then I think I think you're on the same descent as Xavier and Pal. And oh my God. I got all three of you guys on the same descent. Going like 430 which, pace. But then I hit the bottom. Miles, yeah. I hit the bottom and I'm just like, oh, I'm tired again. So it wasn't like completely back. Um, but it was just, it's really confidence inspiring to have that situation find yourself in the low point and know that sometimes it does come back I've also been in other situations like Western States last year where the more I reflect on it the more I can agree with myself like it wasn't coming back yeah um, I, I just found myself in a really deep hole last year and I mean it, it was like throwing it up for the next 12 hours after the race after I had already dropped and I'm trying to do things right and I'm staying in air conditioning this and that and it's just that yeah I just got to a rough point last year and uh, I'm not gonna do that this year so if staying out of the hole is the goal for this year I mean one of the things everybody I think admires about you is yeah. your your desire to kind of put on a show when you're racing and to make it exciting for people to watch and a lot of the times it results in you breaking course records and kind of having these transcendent performances but at 100 miles as we've as we've spoken about it's kind of backfired at least a little bit will it will that sort of shift your strategy in terms of the execution of the race can we expect you to sprint up the mountain like you usually do or will you well so I I do want to give it like a fair effort up. I think maybe last year was a couple minutes too fast. <laughs> the year before was... Like a couple minutes to the top? Or? <laughs> a couple minutes too fast to the top of this garden. Okay. I mean, okay. I made up so much time by just running that from the year before. 
I think like Gabe was looking at it about 20 minutes. So like I started four miles into the race about 20 minutes ahead of previous the previous year and then my next two splits were quick. So all of a sudden it's like I, with the high country conditions last year I find myself in a situation where I didn't really expect to be on a competitive course record pace and it's like well, now we're out of the snow and well let's go see and it just ended up it was it was really warm early and I think even being really well heat acclimated um, I would say regularly I'm pretty heat acclimated uh, just because where I'm from originally and where I live now but um, I can still find myself in trouble in the heat uh, it doesn't make you Superman in the heat, but uh, yeah, we found that out. Um, but, yeah. So, what does that? Um, what is the idea of wanting to give it a fair effort but stay out of the hole? What does that like literally oh. mean in this case? What, what, um, do we, what do you think? Or will you want to walk, figure I, it out? I don't want to walk the whole hill up. Yeah. Like to start up, but um, I think giving it a fair effort puts me a couple minutes, just a couple miles into the race. Yeah ahead of probably where I want to be split wise mm. so I would expect my first split to be maybe a couple minutes quick but really that would be running the right pace from the top to uh, pink red star ridge or so yeah. um, so I would expect the first one to be maybe a little quick but then I have pretty conservative Blitz, because it's interesting with dynamics of the other racers this year, um, specifically like Francois. Like I think, if he if you look at his strengths, <laughs> it, it kind of sucks because uh, his strengths. In his shoes, his strengths are in the beginning of the course, I think, and it's I think there's a lot more pressure in general on him of like. Are you gonna play to your strengths and run well in the beginning and try to get away a bit by the time it's runnable? Because you look at Flo from Germany, Chris Brown, Tim Ferriss, uh, myself, obviously Cody and Eric. So we'll just throw the whole crew in there. Um, get a couple of names. Like, yeah, yeah, but but we got some good running legs, I think, and even comparatively to Francois. So and it's not a 20, 25 hour race. It's a We'll call it about a 15-hour race. I, I think weather considered too. I mean, it's going to be a really hot year. Um, it's always a really hot year, but this year specifically is going to be right up there. Um, but there's been low 15-hour <laughs> runs by really good runners in the past yeah. in these sort of conditions. Yeah, I sort of see it similar to 2013, yeah. the second year that Tim Olsen run, mm -hmm. won, and he ran, I think, 15 hours, 15 minutes that yeah. year. So I think that's, you know, a, a solid, Indicative. fair and, yeah. and And you also have Rob Carr that year that also ran similar splits. So, um, yeah, I've gone back and looked at a lot of that and some of the hot weather years, but. Cool, so just talking about your prep really quick. So this year you've raced a little bit last. You've done a couple yeah. shorter races. The only ultra you've done is Lake Sonoma where you obviously destroyed it I again. Did. Carrera Alto Seal was technically an ultra oh. as well. It was like 44K. Okay, so <laughs> a couple of ultras. Um, but to me, it seems like a really intelligent approach. Was that in, was that intentional? Did um, you intentionally race a little bit less to be more fresh? I wanted to race Transvolcania in February, uh, but I had an injury over winter, so that kind of delayed everything and was just pushed everything 
back and I just more or less just skipped that block and mm -hmm. used it as uh, a bit of rehab time. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's made for some some more hiccups than usual in my training blocks with uh, kind of once I get things going pretty smooth it seems like I can for the most part be pretty injury free but um, I think taking the time off things aren't as hardened as usual maybe um, so there's been like like in this block there was one week that I wanted to kind of hold my mileage right about 150 miles a week and 30,000 feet or so of climbing and Smellow uh, training. More or less, well, I, I like the very last run. We just started climbing uphill, and probably a mile or two into what ended up being, I ended up just kind of forcing it on like a 18, 19 mile day. Of I ended up getting a bit of a quad strain, and basically the next week was off. And then it was like I can't just hop straight back to 150, but I did take a risk and I went straight back into 110. But um, and basically that working out and then being able to hit a couple more weeks, mm -hmm. I think uh, everything was green lights go and uh, it's back on track. Hell so, yeah. Well, I think that's probably it for us. I think you've got a whole room and a whole world out there rooting for you to... Uh, yeah. Third time's a charm, right, Jimmy Walmsley? Yeah, I, it, people have been super supportive this year, just like the last two years, really. But this year specifically, it seems like I got a lot of people in my corner, and I'm just really appreciative for that. Great. So it means a lot. Well, how about a round of applause for the one and only Jimmy